Good afternoon. Thank you, everybody, for attending Behind the Veil Show, where everything wedding and events is discussed here live. I am Marcy Guttenberg, your host for today, while Keith Willard, our main host, is out in Greece today. And we wanted to just pop on and give you some great information today while he is out. We're going to be talking about tipping, tipping your vendors, that would be today and uh, how that would interact with all the different vendors that are involved with your wedding. But first, I would like to introduce Helene Parsons. Helene. Hi, Hi Helene. Marcy. How are you today? I'm great, Marcy. Thank you for allowing me to be Good. part of this. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to just briefly say that you and I worked together many years ago. Um, we work together in a catering facility and a venue, and now you are just thriving with your position. You've been with the Addison for a while. 15 um, and years. You're 15 years. I cannot believe that. <laughs> and you are also uh, have your own company called Hitched by Helene, which is really exciting. I want you to tell everybody a little bit about that today. Um, can you give us a little bit of insight as to what that is? Okay. So Hitched by Helene is, I, I'm an officiant. I'm a notary, and so I can do non-denominational weddings, and I love, love doing them. Uh, I, I love hearing the love stories and, and, and writing a ceremony that's personal to each person. I mean, there's lots of people out there that you can hire to do your ceremony who is just a generic ceremony, and I just couldn't take it anymore, so <laughs> I said, I'm ready. And, uh, and I just so enjoy my couples and I hearing their love stories, letting their guests know about where they started, where they are. And, and, uh, everybody has a really good story. It is. It's, it's really it's interesting. There, isn't it? Everyone has a story yes. and nobody's the same. And so it's, it's, it's just love is all around. All I got to say. They, Absolutely. And Absolutely. it's fun and it's enjoyable and the couples love it. I love it. You know, I'm still here at the Addison, uh, like I said, I've been here 15 years. I do sales at the Addison. Uh, and then it enables me to meet these clients, but also do clients that are not part of the Addison. So, yes, I'm here. Hitch by Helene. Yay. And uh, I'm going to actually bring on, we have Brooke Logan Stoner here today. Hi, Brooke. Hello, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm hello. Hello, ladies. My, my cohort. <laughs> my my partner in crime. Co-host. <laughs> yes. And you just Welcome got back in, I hear. I, I I left earlier because I'm like I can't be late. <laughs> so <laughs> so the we are fun supposed part to. Was they thought I was competing, and I got real nervous, and I was like, oh no! Oh my goodness! <laughs> and just stressing oh. the contestant. My glasses on. Anyway, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh, Where are you from? Know. Pretty. I've never met you. So we are going to talk a little bit today about tipping, and I know that Cece Todd was planning to be here. She is going to try to make it if she can. Um, I think she's stuck in a meeting at the moment. So as soon as she can pop on, we'll, we can connect her in. And uh, so let's just start away. We're going to talk about, I think the, the best way to, that we can approach things is maybe start and talk about the people that are expected to get tipped. Because I think there are certain areas that people... They're, ex they're expected to get tipped, some would like to get tipped, and then there are some optional ones. So let's talk about the people that kind of expect their tips. Um, and I think the first thing that we can think about would probably start out with people that deliver things, like your cake, your uh, linens, your rent, your you know rentals, if you have chargers and things like that. Because most people don't think about tipping them when they're 
delivering these things. But, you know, they have to battle a lot to get your products there, not broken. <laughs> they have to make sure that they're safe from A to B, you know, one location to another, and then every all the quantities are there. And um, have you all given any thought as to where, you know, what your feelings are on that? Go ahead, Brooke. Oh, I can be the bad guy. You want me to be the bad guy? I'm going to be the bad guy. Do it, because I am too. (laughs) Brooke can be the good guy. I'm in the middle. Let me just say this. And I'm speaking from the Addison point of view. When our deliveries are made, you know, our rental items and all that are made, the, the client's not here because it could come the day before. It could come in the morning, but their event is in the evening. They're, the client's not here. They don't, I don't think they ever think about tipping out the delivery people for linens and things like that. In those, in those categories, I, I've never seen them leave a tip for them ever. I'm hoping that their employees are taking good care of them, but you know, ours come a day before or come that morning. Uh, so there's nobody here to tip them. I don't think they think about it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I mean, think that's the, uh, if you have a, if you've hired a wedding planner, I, and that falls, I think, um, on their responsibility. If the thought's not already in the client's head at that point, like it would be Keith's job to, and I know that we do do this. Um, do do, I said do do. There's a, a tip mm-hmm. allocated sheet and it, it goes from the top to the bottom of all of like your vendors and the servers and all the things, you know, to that specific venue and that wedding that they are supplied with a percentage of what the normal percentage is for each individual, be it a server, the florist. Um, and, and a great thing you just mentioned was, and I, in the very beginning of this, I didn't, I never thought about like the, the linen delivery and stuff like that. Um, that's not something that ever went on my radar. But every integral person that has a, a, you know, point in play in all this, that's why there's that uh, tip sheet that we always submit to our client, bride, whatever have you, or groom, Mm -hmm. to kind of educate them a little, because sometimes you don't know. I I was ignorant to it. I mean, I've been in the hospitality business 25 years, and I I came in, you know, a little ignorant to certain things about who gets tipped and who should get tipped and who doesn't. So... And that little bit goes a long way. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it really does. I think that um, from what I was noticing online and what I've seen in, in what's customary is somewhere between um, 15 to $20 per person for that area. Um, and have you was, have, do you have any other feelings on how much to tip or a percentage to tip? Either one of you. Oh, um. Mike, <laughs> I can. I mean, if you give me a second, I can pull up my. I have sure. I'm actually. I, will sure. I kind of came prepared. <laughs> I should have actually printed that out. I have it, but I'm not gonna. I can't move <laughs> far with this uh, cord on me, so I'm gonna um, go ahead and gab a little bit, ladies. And I'm actually gonna pull okay. up my. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to a big one, and that's the officiant, and that actually, Helene, that is your specialty. Um, and uh, you know, I, let me say this to you. I get paid to do my job. I do a lot of work, back work for them, met with them, uh, spend time writing the ceremony. I'm expected to show up on time. I do my job. Um, I don't expect to get a tip. I really do. I'm, I don't expect to get a tip. What I love is having, I'd rather them um, put something on social media and say a thank you on social media. It spreads the business. I, I price appropriately. I, I personally do not expect 
uh, a tip for that. If some look tips, everyone loves to be appreciated. In my particular category, I would say, as far as Hitched by Helene, I would say I've done my job. Send uh, I get thousands, I have piles and piles of thank you notes from what, from event planning, and also now starting with Hitched by Helene. Um, I love the thank you notes. I love it on social media. To me, that is the biggest tip that I could possibly get. Um, but there's there's other categories that I think should be tipped. So I'll wait till you get further down the list. Okay. I, you, know, some people, you know, like it, it's it's kind of stated that if you're in a synagogue or if you're in a church, um, they expect you to be uh, make a donation. Yes. Uh, yes. And there's a certain per, uh, percentage that they expect. Nothing is free. Right. So if you're paying your officiant and then you want to do an extra little tip, a donation to the uh, congregation, that's one thing. I don't know how prevalent that is. Right. I think that that's probably the way that I, you know, the way that I'm, I've seen it is that, yes, the donation factor is um, typically a requirement because that helps them sustain their affiliations. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as the tip goes, that really, as you said, it's, you know, it may not be expected, but I think that when you have somebody that really does something above and beyond, no matter what their role is, right? I think the appreciation um, is is greatly accepted, you know, it's greatly appreciated, but I agree with you 100%. You know, if you even just take a few minutes and write something on social media, people really, you know, as vendors, we really appreciate that because that is what future uh, couples are looking at. And they're looking at these these um, comments that are being made. Um, and without that, you know, obviously, they have no guidance. So they're going to move on to somebody that they're seeing things written about. So, I mean, taking the time and just writing a few lines is is more than appreciated. Um, I mean, I'd like to scan every one of my thank you notes and put them on my Instagram page or my Facebook page or whatever. And sometimes I do cut and paste them because people, you know, don't know that you've gotten them. Right. Um, and, you know, you know, you feel good about the job that you've done, but it's really yes. nice to have the world the whole community know that you have been, you have exceeded their expectations. Right. I mean, like you, I don't always post the ones that I receive like note cards from, but mm-hmm. you know, the ones that will post on like the wedding wire or the knot or something like that. Those are the ones that I feel that are more public and I'll leave those out there for people to see. So because I've, I've heard people say, you know, Helene, I Googled you and you know, I heard this, that, and the other. And I said, Oh, so, uh, you still want to be friends with me? No, no. I, you know, I, I'm a tough cookie. So sometimes it, you know, it says, you know, Helene's a tough cookie, but boy, does she get her job done, you know, kind of thing. Or they just say how fabulous I am, What and which of course I want to feel that way all the time. But um, it's just really funny. People are just so into the computer right now and just mm-hmm. everything is on the internet and you just want as much out there about you as possible. Yes. Positive things, obviously. Yes. And, um, I mean, I think the same goes for also like a rabbi or a cantor, you know, a preacher or somebody. It all kind of goes hand in hand when you're dealing with officiants. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's really, you know, it's it's, if you appreciate the addition of, you know, those little extra touches maybe somebody's done for you. um, It's always nice to, you know, for something to have been said or, you know, some kind of an appreciation on some level. 
And um, moving on to some of the other areas, um, I think we're going to talk about the ones that they may put it in their contracts. Some of them, such as entertainment or venues or things like that, they don't all put it in there, but it do suggest reading your contract, seeing what they're, you know, what is expected. And then if you want to go above that, that's fine. If they don't put it in there at all, then you have to make the decision as to how much you think would be appropriate. Um, it's always on the last page of the contract. Yes. And it's and people don't get to the last page. It's just like at they, that they point, they're reading the, the, all the rules and regulations and they just sign the con- and they don't realize it. And it and I've had many clients call me and say, wait a minute, on this contract, it says we're supposed to tip them out. And I went, really? And you signed off on that? And they said, well, we didn't even read the last page. So you really need you do need to read your contract more than anything, uh, yes. because there are certain vendors that are sometimes inappropriate. I feel yes. inappropriate. Yes. I don't think that um, I've just, I don't want to be too blatantly rude about this, but I find uh, there have been clients, there have been vendors who I have seen where it has been on their contract. And this is where the problem I have with it. If you have done exceeded my expectations and I want to tip you, that is my choice to tip you. Don't tell me to tip out at the, so your final payment includes the tip because you don't know that those workers that are coming to set up your flowers, for instance, the people who are setting up your flowers who are really doing the job. They're mm-hmm. not the salespeople. They're doing the job are getting that money. And that's really, I have such a thorn about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have no problem. You know, if someone would say to you, should I tip them out this particular, a particular, that vendor, uh, I would say, wait till the day of and hand them cash. So it goes directly to the people who, let's say, are setting up. And and we know that it's going to them. It could go to the full pot of the of the vendor. And the workers, the setup people never even see it. I don't even know that it was given. Yes. So it really bothers me a lot. Really, really bothers me. I, I find that just classless. It, you know, don't beg for money. You've spent a lot of money with these clients, with these customers, or with these, these companies. Um, they hopefully are exceeding your expectations. If you want to tip them out, that's your personal choice. But at the end of the day, once all the contracts are signed and, and you've paid for your paid for everything at the end of the day, then you go, Oh my God, now I have to have another $2,000 for tips. I wasn't prepared for that. Right. So I think that's, that's kind of where I, I got a problem. I really do. I think I, that falls on the wedding planner. If there is one involved. If there is one. Know. Right. 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 I mean, they should have educated them throughout the process. But here at the Addison, I would say 99% of our clients don't need a wedding plan. They don't have a wedding planner because they don't need a wedding planner here. And our clients will say to us, who should we tip? And it's a very uncomfortable conversation yeah. because, yes. you know, I'm not going to say, oh, well, I want you to tip me. No, but I've worked with you for a year and a half. I hope you've appreciated what I've done for you. But, you know, there are, there are, uh, staff members on, let's say from the Addison that I feel very strongly should be tipped. Um, and I do let them know that I feel that, you know, we give them a complimentary concierge. She's worked, she's with you for seven hours. I feel that she should be tipped. I feel that the captain who's executing your event should be tipped, but it's not in our contract. And that's the thing. It's not in our contract. People need to do what they feel comfortable with and not pressured into a, 
a certain percentage of whatever it is because it could be thousands of dollars at the end. Right. Right. Don't and you start greedy. adding it Pigs up. get slaughtered. <laughs> I always say, don't be greedy. Pigs get slaughtered. Yeah. That's her, I mean, that's her famous logo. It's one of my things. It's I have a perfect things. for this one. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all get paid for our jobs. We understand that. And we, and we are exceeding the client's expectations. I can speak for myself and speak for the Addison. We're exceeding their expectations. And I know that they're going to appreciate it and they're going to put it on social media and we get more business and all that. But these, there's a, you know, certain elements during the evening of these people who really are executing the event, making it happen, making you feel special, that type of thing. And, and I, 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 I always recommend that, but you know, some of the vendors, they own their own companies. You know, do you, if you have a hairdresser and it's her company and you're getting your hair cut from her, do you give her a tip when it's her business? Yes. I do. That's where the conversation comes in. It's, here, and I'll, I'll go this far with it. Like my best friend is a hairdresser and 20 years. And so it's, I know that if I need my hair cut and colored, I don't have to pay for that. However, that's her livelihood. So I at least tip her for doing my hair. It's just like me. If like my, um, I have a friend that's a mechanic and the tranny blew out of my car. No pun intended. I can't be like, Hey, give me a discount because this is what you do. That's your livelihood. Do you know what I mean? So and in my case, like I know I'm not going to get charged $250 because that's what my hair costs to be done in a professional salon. She comes to my home and I tip her what I would tip the person at the salon. The tip's important. You know, even with like me as the assistant, I have a base pay. Um, when I walk in the door, it costs Keith X amount of dollars for me to do this event. And hopefully, yes, there's, and in that tip, the allocated tip sheet, there's a tip percentage for me. Sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't. I don't work any harder or any less, you know, or less, but it, it depends on the situation. Just like Keith owns his business. Keith also, you know, charges whatever his, his rate is. Usually, and you know, Keith should get a, a you know standard percentage of whatever they were um, charged for his, his services. So, I mean, and it's a suggested thing. Obviously, we're not like knuckling this down someone's throat, but you know, for the for you know the brides and grooms, whoever it may be, that are, um, are just uh, I don't want to say ignorant, that just aren't educated to know. You know, um, my first wedding, I had no idea. You know, for wedding number one, um, boy, have I learned since then. But I mean, I, it's just something that I, I didn't have a wedding planner, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know. And, you know, I didn't know about it. So, um, yeah. But like, I was, you know, if you have a wedding planner or like an event manager here at the Addison, we have worked with you for a year and a half, a year, whatever it is. We have answered every question. We've had several meetings with you. Right. We're there for the day of. Appreciate the time that we've taken to put into your event. Of course. I, I feel very, I have no qualms with that. If you have a, let's say, a photographer, for instance, you've met with them online, you like their work, they've sent you a contract, you had a couple conversations about timing, and then they come in and do your wedding. And and, and I know that they're probably fabulous, and we have fabulous vendors that we work with all the time, but you haven't seen the pictures yet. Right. I got a problem. Like, let me see the pictures, and then I'll be more than happy to 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 send you a, a, a thank you note, send you a tip. Um, if they have an associate with them and they've worked now with you for, they've worked with the owner for, you know, eight hours. Um, school of thought is to always um, tip out that the associate who's working with them. Uh, but again, you don't know what the pictures look like. What happens if you hate the pictures? 
and you gave them a $300 tip. Well, I, I will say, I, I'll speak to that. <laughs> um, Please speak to that. Now, granted, grant, so now then that's where we come into the, the part where it's like, okay, in my opinion, tips for time, right? Time spent, mm -hmm. the you know, whether the product is amazing or not. And this is something that we could talk about. Like, how do you feel about that situation? Super great people, accommodating, did everything under the sun to do everything possible to make it great. And the end product, maybe the pictures are not amazing to the client. And, and it's such that's so wishy-washy. It's a very fine line. It's like, now I don't know a whole bunch about photography, however. I mean, was the person there? Were they on time? Were they pleasant? Were they accommodating? Were they nice? All the things? Were they personal, professional? I mean, because to me, and that's, in my mind, that's where the tip comes in, right? It's the it's the work. It's the physical labor. Um photography probably wasn't the best thing to pick out of the line but there there's that's up that's why we're here that's what the discussion's about do you i mean it's it's hard to say because to me and in my mind i'm like well the, the work was done and you know if there was no issues other than the final product to me it's that that flat rate fee that you're being charged for that job that's where i would negotiate some refund or money back or something. If you're, if you totally hate your photos and your, your video, the tip I believe should be is separate. That's for the work. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm, and that's just me. I could be wrong, but that's how I kind of balance that out. Like if you were awesome and everything was great, except for the end result, when you got the pictures, you know, however, whatever the time length was, um, and you just totally hated them. I mean, it's not like we can go reshoot it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's so, only one day. At that point, to me, common sense for me would be like, okay, I want to refund on something of whatever package I purchased. Um, the tip, I mean, like I said, if they were professional, they were on time, and they, they were great to work with, that's where I, th I mean, that to me, that's what the tip's for. You, Like you said, you don't know what those pictures are going to look like until later. Granted, usually every single thing else besides the, the photographer is done, and it's there, and at the end of the night, we've been from start to finish, and, and that's it. Photographer for the photography is like in the videography is probably the obviously the very last thing that's going to come after the day off. What? Do, let me ask you a question. When do you think the tip should be given? Um, I do believe the tip should be given at the end of the night. Um, I, for personally, from my opinion, I think it should be done at the end of the night. Um, and at least before certain vendors, because not every vendor stays all night long. Some leave earlier than others. Um, so I would just, if before um, they, they peel out and hit it, I would make sure that their envelope is there. Because I've had a couple conversations, of course, with my team members and stuff and, and asking questions about like the captain's tip. He executes your event. He's making it happen. And there, there used to be a, a school of thought in long ago, in my day that the father would come and tip out the captain before the event started to make sure that the event went well. And now it's really always been at the end of the event. Yeah, I think. It's and so the captain, yeah. you know, our, the team doesn't know that they're getting tipped. So they're doing their job. Right. Um, but I know in the day, my long, I'm much older than both of you. Um, <laughs> they, the fa I can remember my father going to the captain and saying, look, you know, stripping him a couple of bucks and, and saying, make sure you take care of my daughter. Uh, so it's, it's kind of changed. Now it's really at the end of the event. The but sword that cuts both ways. <laughs> because, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but to me, and I get like, it's, so if you have the mindset, like if I tip them now, they're going to do great all night long. The other side and me, the way I think, I'm like, well, because there's that chance, like I already have my money. 
I already have my right, tip right, before right, it even right. starts. So that's why I would tip after afterwards because right. they don't know if they're going to get tipped one or, yes or no. You know, so now right. granted, normally when we and Keith walk into Ebony, we've been to several times, they know they're getting tipped, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 99.9% of the time. So I always do at the end because make them work for it, I guess, if you will. Because if they're already have they already have their envelope before service even starts, you and I'm not saying that people are like this, but they I've seen a few to where you know that maybe they're not going to do 110. percent They're going to do maybe 90. percent And that's right. my that that's my opinion on that, that part of it. And I see both sides of the coin, but I, I, but I, I and I've seen it both ways, so it's kind of fun. To, it's fun, you know, like I'm. I would assume that everyone's going to be doing a hundred percent and doing exactly what they're supposed to do and what the expectation exceeding the expectations. And it's kind of fun at the end of the night to say, Oh, well, that wasn't that nice of them to tip us out. And, and there's been, there's been times where there's certain people where we thought, Oh, we're going to get a tip. We're going to get it. Other people you go, wow, wasn't that nice of them? Yes. So it's been like, like really, it, it, there's no rhyme or reason to it. No. People do not follow that whole list that's on wedding wire or whatever, unless they have a planner who really says to them, this is what you should do. Exactly. And there's some planners that we have at the Addison who will say, and the client will say, well, I have you, I don't need to, you know, tip out anybody else. But, um, you know, I, you know, whether you have a DJ who's doing, you know, you might have live music during the cocktail hour, they leave. You know, are you tip? You're tipping them out. Somebody has to be in charge of giving them an envelope because they're going to leave after this after the cocktail hour. You know, and then and you know who gets those tips? Who get who has that uh, the bag of envelopes? The envelopes, right? And you want to put it in an envelope because honestly, you don't want to be dealing with it. You know, the night of you want everybody. Like what we did was we we would go ahead and allocate for all of when we got married. We would allocate and based on what was normal and customary, and then we had extra money so that we could add in if we thought somebody went really above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And I think right. that's kind of the easiest way to go about it is plan ahead and then have some extra on the side in case you want to add something in. If somebody did something spectacular, like let's say you're a photographer, you add like, you know, I mean, you typically you'll go in and you'll talk to the photographer or the videographer and you'll say, you want to make sure you capture this or this. And sometimes you don't want it, that list to be too long because otherwise it's overwhelming and they're not going to capture them all. But let's say you deal with a photographer, they capture all the ones you want, and then you see that they're adding on those little extra touches that you didn't even think of. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's that's the shot that I wanted. And you didn't even think about it, but then you saw it, you know, or you you noticed that they were taking it. Those are the little things extra that you may want to, you know, show the appreciation for. Um, but normally, I mean, a photographer is not a photographer and videographer are not, uh, they're not, it's not normally required. It's more of an optional right. area. But also, I don't think people realize as far as the videographer goes, how much work goes into that final product. Oh my God. I mean, it's huge. And I think our, our videographer, our stuff, list, yeah. You know, it's one thing for them to be with you for six hours, but it's the time after that <clears throat> that they're cutting and pasting and putting music or however they're blending blending that. And of course, the brides will say the next day, "Okay, where's my video?" 
Like, where's my pictures? Like, <laughs> where is it? Like, doesn't work quite. Like, right it now. takes Here's time. Here's an example of a few things which we do. There'll be a few photographers that do do that. They like within 24 hours we have a little snippet of a few shots and right, a couple right. things, and then. And I think that's where, like, if you have already set the photographer and the videographer at that point, and then they come back, let's say it's a week turnover you know, rate of whatever the finished product is going to be, and then they are so in love, and then they throw them, you know, some extra coins on top of it. Uh, and I want to circle back to, like, when it came to, like, um, we're going to use the captain tip, like the envelope. Uh, and I, a lot of people will put everything in one envelope for the captain and the server. Sometimes it's done individually. And I, I like the captain having all of it, because mm -hmm. what if out of those seven servers, six of them slayed, and one of them was super duper lazy. And let that person, let the, the key team captain, who you know, if they're doing their job, will know that that happened. And I'm, I'm a, I'm that girl that watches every single every employee. I'm, I'm so I'm just in that. case I have to go in and help them, and that's really why I do it. It's not to sit there and be like, oh, you, you're horrible. It's so that everything's seamlessly and smooth, and I am. Keith will tell you I'm a working manager, <laughs> I'm a working boss, and I will go pick up, I will take out trash, I will pick up plates off tables, I am not above anybody. You know, I'm a very, like, work with the team there. So that's why there's so many venues that, like, when I walk in there, they light up because they're like, she's awesome, she's cool, there's no drama. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't really... We get I think, out, she's going to help us. You know, I think in this industry, there should not be egos, but there are. You know, we are we we are nobody the day of the wedding. It is really about the bride and groom and their families and making their and, and having them have a fabulous experience. There should never be an ego. There are vendors out there who do have egos. And, you know, the band only wants to be in one place because they have to do that. You know, like it, it makes me crazy. But as far you know, when it gets down to the day, I am nobody. I am nobody. I am just the worker bee to make it happen for you. And I'm always there watching what's going on. As you said, Brooke, you know, it, nothing's beneath us to get it done. And the bride and the family has no idea what we're doing to make it happen for them. And we don't want them to know about it. Um, right. So exactly. Uh, and it's just about, and the thank yous afterwards. I, I usually get a thank you Sunday morning or Monday morning or whatever the wedding is at Friday night to Saturday and just a private text to say, Oh my God, it was amazing. And this, that, and the other end. And that, and then it all, all the work that you did and the aggravation and how the fetching that they did and the phone call, it all goes away because you know how much they appreciated what you did. That's one of the number one reasons why, and that I take this on, um, on, on my shoulders for Keith and his company, I will rally up all the troops um, in the DOC or DOB, and I will personally thank them for all their hard work. Because coming every from that every single time you do that, every time there's maybe been two times that I haven't, I wasn't able to, um, right on the time I wanted to. But ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I am that girl that does do that, no matter what what are, what happens if there was any chaos or not. I always do that because sometimes I used to be that bartender. And it, it warmed, we were at a great plate last year. And when we did the Ziggy, the Ziggy party, yeah. and um, there, and because you know, the, there was the other bar on the outside, and I went in there at the end of the night and um, I had envelopes. And I said, Listen, I want to thank all of you for your hard work. You guys were amazing. You killed it. And the, and the lady, one of the, the one, one of the three of them, the, the ladies, she said, You know what? Thank you so much. Sometimes that means more that thank you from the wedding planner means more than that $100 bill. Right, and I've told, and that's why I do that. This part of you know, that's why I usually handle most of the hospitality stuff. Then, um, which Keith appreciates, I know he does. He's said it to me a thousand times. 
Um, because I just sometimes, now don't get me wrong, I love, I, I'm not going to turn down that $100 bill, <laughs> okay? But that thank you means so much just to be recognized for my hard work or there, you know, at that point. So I think it's super important to, to have that moment. It takes a minute. Of, well, you know, I think, you know, I, I've been there I think you hours. can agree with this. And so is Marcy, since we're in, you know, all been in the venue industry, uh, you know, you walk in there and you're like a, a bull in a China cabinet. You like want to get everything done. Boom, 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 boom. And I've been here for the Addison for 15 years. My servers know whatever, however tone I'm using to them as we're getting ready to go is not who I really am, but because I'm passionate about getting it done right and getting it on time and blah, 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 blah. And I always thank everybody as I leaving for the night. But what's interesting is when you hear a vendor thank our servers. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. The vendors do thank them. I mean, I've witnessed it myself where the vendors say, thank you so much. This went great. It was a wonderful party. You know, I'm so glad we could work well together. There's some vendors who don't understand setup and things like that and, you know, can get a little testy because, of course, they're anxious, too, to get the party going. Um, but at the end of the night, when people thank each other, you know, that's our tip. And, right. and, and, I think and, my, super, and my, my staff knows that. I think it's also it's super important when, at, at the start of it, you know, if I'm there, I mean, nine, or 10, 9 or 10 a.m., this happens a lot. Um, you know, essentially, so like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. So if I'm at a five-star hotel and I'm not going to just pick one, right? I walk in at the technically I'm the, I'm the boss of your boss at that point, right? So my energy and my attitude is going to set the mood during setup and all the things. I think it's super important. No matter, I could be in the worst mood on the planet, I'd be so mad at my boyfriend or whatever. I want to choke somebody. When I clock in and I walk in those doors, I have to be upbeat, happy, cheerful, and a team player and, and essentially a leader, because then that's going to trickle down to the DOB, the DOC. And then down to their, like, oh, she's a real bitch. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm very cautious. I'm making sure that the message is related that I'm a team player. Let's, we're going to do a great job today. And, you know, set the energy and the tone because at the end of the day, if I'm shit, it's, you know, you're, the energy is going to trickle on down to the whole entire team. And it does take a village to pull this, this kind of thing off. So, so I, I want to bring on. To have a great attitude, no matter what's going on. <laughs> I want to bring on Cece Todd. Yeah. Hold on one moment. Cece has been on our show quite a few times, actually. Um, she's a self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed queen of pink, and a one-woman party in a box, as she titles herself. So let's bring on Cece. Hi, Cece. How are you, babe? We're gonna be. <laughs> Welcome, young lady. What's up, lady? <laughs> Hi. That's so we've been talking about tipping today. <laughs> a girl. Uh-huh. Oh, I get very emotional over that. <laughs> don't leave your mouth on a running chainsaw. No, no, but Brooke that's a great tip. <laughs> I mean, y'all all look stunning, but Brooke, I'm living for. I mean, you are snatched back with this okay. hair and the poof, and I'm here for it. <laughs> this is brand new. This was um, my drag mother um, surprised me with this today, and I was like, "Well, thank you," because I don't have a red <laughs> one that matches my love it. hair. I so love I, it. I'm feeling all the things right now. <laughs> so thank you. Love it. Well, what's up, Love Marcy it. and Helen? Hi, ladies. Hi, Cece. So, 
So we are actually talking about uh, the tipping aspect, and we were talking about the um, cap banquet captains and bartenders and servers and such, and how, like, usually if you're going to tip, you're going to t- that would be one area that you would tip the night of the event because the service has already been, you know, it's already been completed. Yep. And you tip it at the end of the night and. Um, Brooke, I agree with you 100%. You talked about um, tipping and giving it to the banquet captain, which I think is genius. Um, because as you said, you know, there could be one in the bunch that may not be living up to their end of, you know, they're fulfilling their responsibilities and they're not exceeding everybody's expectations that, you know, it's up to the banquet captain as to how to handle that part of the things. Um, but, yep. you know, I mean, normally I think, I mean, for a, a price point, if somebody's looking to get a gauge as to how much, I mean, I have down between twenty and fifty dollars a bartender, or ten to twenty percent of the alcohol bill, and that's provided that it's not in their contract. You well, know? See, I don't know what y'all covered already. Okay. okay. But in lieu of this, and am I late? Because they didn't tell me to get on till right now. Oh, really? That's usually when I slide in, so work. Yeah. Well. So I was on time Two. for you, and you're on time for me. <laughs> Shut up. No, staff was like, we're supposed to be on at 1.30, so. That's Kramer time, yes. Oh, 1.30. This is 1.30 Eastern time. Oh, well, we're one thirty Central time. So that's why. Today, but that's okay. We'll just move That's on. okay. We'll, we'll work it out. Um, Don't tip them, darling. Yeah, they're not getting <laughs> So, yeah, so this is one of the things, like, in prep. Okay, first of all, this is so funny because the, the world attracts itself. So, so every Tuesday, I like to say I try to do a live with Cece every Tuesday on Instagram and on Facebook. And I do, like, hot button topics, you know, like the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. And I just did tipping a couple of weeks ago. So when y'all asked for that, I was like, oh, holy hell. So in Simpson, I've seen like other two other people tackle tipping. And this is the biggest, I mean, I'm going to get fired up for Jesus. So one of the things like in preparation for this, I just kind of Googled quickly, like kind of what the knot and wedding wire had to say. And let's just start there. I was a not pro, love them, they're my booze. But these are the mainstream people that the uneducated, and I mean uneducated, which most of our brides are, think that this is where they go for their information. And they're giving wrong information. Emily Post, lover, like 1919, you were the girl. Now it is totally different. Don't get me started on that. You're not supposed to tip business owners and your floral oh. designer made the, I got lumped into by the knot with a caker and your stationer. So I was like, Oh hell no. So one of the things that I just recently heard from a, a, a planner that works with me, she was like, the best way that I tell my people is who stood on their feet And I think I stepped into this right when y'all started. Who stood on their feet all day long at your event? And that's how you should start in that order. Your planner, all day long, standing on their feet. From before you get there, like they're there. Your floral designer and your photographer. And then you get into like your caterer, okay? But floral designers keep getting lumped into people that should not be tipped. Now, let me back up for this. I don't think you should tip anybody obligatory. like. I better be delivering, like, I deliver a level of service that I, 
I am going above and beyond. So I don't think you should tip anybody because somebody told you to. Yes. But don't get me fired up about that you don't tip somebody because somebody told you not to. Because the knot in Wedding Wire didn't appropriately put certain vendors in the position that they were supposed to. Let me tell you, our blood, sweat, and tears of what goes into what we do on wedding day is insane. And then don't even get me started. Oh, yes. So many people say that it's not, you're not supposed to tip the owner. Now, granted, that's maybe not the situation for me, but most of the people in the wedding industry are small business. Yes. Owners. One woman or one man shows. So whoever gave you that archaic advice needs to be drawn and quartered and shot somewhere off site somewhere because you are the business owner and you're the one that needs it more than anybody else, especially if you have a small team. Who's the one that's always not taking a paycheck? Usually it's the business owner so that they can pay everybody else. So right. those are like the two biggest things. I just want to just blurt out the quit thinking because it's a business owner. You shouldn't tip them and also quit thinking that your floral designer gets lumped in with people to do offsite services one and done because they are there in the top three of the people that are busting their ass for you on your wedding. Oh, especially most definitely, especially the florist. I mean, but it really, it, I just want to jump in here and say one thing. A lot of times what I have seen is it's not always your sales, I'll say salesperson, not necessarily the owner of the company, but your salesperson who's only, who's even on site on that day. So you've talked to a salesperson who's given you this vision and done this proposal and all this other stuff. And then it comes down to the day and they may not even be the ones on property. Every business works differently. Which right. Is super unfortunate. So I mean, if you have a if you if you have a large a large company that does five and six events a day, you're getting one crew. The other crew, the other place is getting another crew. Right. Right. So right, you may not get your salesperson or your contact person even on property that day because they're doing somebody else's wedding. But see, exactly. somebody like me who I focus on, you have to have to have a. $10,000 minimum on average. I do $30,000 floral budget. I, it's, it's me. I don't right. have, but like, you're taking one, but you're taking one right. client a day. I'm right. taking one client a day. Yeah. I would be lumped in, you know, so I am on site. I am with all of my staff. I am pouring all of my nests into your event and you're gauging them based on exactly what you said, Helen, these other events, you know, that was something that we talked about right before I jumped on, you know, a small budget florist that's, used to basically being a flower shop that just drops her stuff and leaves. I'm not saying don't tip them, but they're not working the same caliber that I am on wedding right. day. Correct. Right. And that's why you have to take each individual vendor individually, individually. what they bring to the table. It's right. It can't be across the board. No. And I think that's what confuses people. And they think that they have to have this huge tip budget when each, you have to look at each vendor individually. Right. Um, I, and it's then, really, it's do they really go above important. and beyond? You know, I mean, what if, what constitutes them getting that, you know, that additional bonus or their, that tip? What are they doing that's going above and beyond? Are they providing an extraordinary service? Are they doing something unexpected? Those you little have a things. That, that, that purple cane, you got to change that on the spot last minute. Uh -huh. yeah. nice. or, or you need to do a well, rain backup. And yeah. that, team, that team is schlepping, you know, the, the arch of the hoopa someplace else because, you know, we look, check the radar and we have 15 minutes of, you know, maybe and, good 
Like it could what be changed. We've had it where it's been changed three times. Right. Brooke knows that all too well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brooke knows that one all too well two weeks right. ago, right? <laughs> For me, I think I would say like the biggest indicator, and I don't worry so much about getting tipped because I think that they don't understand. And and when I do get tipped, I can tell it's, it's because when I don't get tipped, I can tell it's because I was, they were told not to, I wasn't put on that kit. Like so many planners hand out a form that full designers just aren't on. So when I don't get tipped, I understand that it was as horrible as that sounds. I was told not to. Um, when I do get tipped, I know it was that even in spite of, they're like, damn, see, it was amazing. So I'm really going to make an effort there. So that's even more of a blessing to me. But I, I think that even if they tell you, you're supposed to tip these people. If you had horrible service, like you said, if it was a pain working for them, I don't think, I truly believe that you don't, you shouldn't have to tip anybody Unless you felt that it was epic service. And this is why it always frustrates me about florals. And now I know I'm one, so it's to my heart. But 99.9% of my brides walk into their wedding, because we always do a reveal. And the number one thing out of their mouth is, oh my God, this is even more amazing than I could have ever imagined. So just that verbal confirmation means that we exceeded, exceeded what you thought you were going to get. That's tip worthy. Not necessarily for me. Y'all I'm not talking about me. I'm just talking about that is such a verbal confirmation. If if you can say that about any of your wedding vendors, those are the people that you should be tipping. And so, and, uh, and I agree with that 120%. And to me, it's like, okay, I would rather that, that first and foremost, that's that there's my paycheck. Just that out of your mouth. Thank you for that. Now I'm more <laughs> concerned about my crew underneath me, right? right. Or alongside right. with me. Um, Cause I, I reign with the people. I don't reign above them. You know, that's my thing. Right. And, um, and that's a good thing so, yeah. to look. Share it with your people. You know, so, oh, yes. so even if you do get tipped as the business owner, like I, probably my couple hundred dollars, you know, I got tipped just recently and I split it amongst my team. Like I have a CFO that is with me 24 seven, does like every job, all the things. So like she got the largest amount and then it kind of trickled down into like everybody got a little bit of something depending on how invested they were in the event. I did keep some of it. I think I kept a hundred bucks. But what's so funny is I go and we all go out to dinner. So that makes a difference on like where we go to the restaurant and if drinks are included or not. I'm like, drinks on everybody. So it's so funny because even what we do wind up keeping as the business owner, it just gets poured right back into everybody. But um, Cece, I have a question for you. As a business owner, and you have a staff that's coming to work with you for that day, and the client doesn't tip out, but you've made a nice chunk of change off of this client, and no, and you should, well worth it, and you know, well deserved. Um, do you, because of how much work they did that day, um, do you additionally tip them out over and above their salary? I don't additionally tip them out, but like I said, there are a lot of times that people. When, when we go and we do a wedding and an event that people like, we'll just run, go get something to eat. If it's something that I know that they busted their butt, like we're going and we're getting steak, prime rib, drinks on me. So it's, they know that that's kind of my elevated, like if we're just doing a no big deal, kind of like everybody just did their basic. But if I know you busted your ass for me that day and we went through hell and high water together and y'all went above and beyond, I am taking you and, and, 
in that exact moment and giving you and all what the time is dinner days. mother what time is dinner i want to be on time <laughs> for the prime rep <laughs> yeah i might take them to the club instead of take it up to like a barbecue joint but that's really oh he's not that brave he'll buy me a steak before he takes me to the bar <laughs> that, that's, that's really about it but you but I'm one of those like long score keepers. So you do that for me multiple times in a row. Like those people that are pulling out over and over again, instead of tipping you that one time, I am very quick to be like, you need a raise. Like I'm, I'm just like, instead of one timing it off, let me tell you the past four weddings we've done. I felt like you just snatched me out of, you know, the depths of whatever I was in, you pulled through, you went extra, you're always above and beyond. I, we don't, I mean, we're not like normal businesses. We don't do like annual increases. I'm like, you just need a raise. Like, let's just give you like an everyday raise instead of like a tip here. So I really am quick to respond individually to my, to my employees in that, in that place. I got both. So I'm just, not going to brag. I wanted to bring on a couple of comments here. Stephanie Zelka wrote to Helene. Um, you never change. Love it. Not sure if you can read this on your side, but good information. And then uh, Peter Ricci from love FAU. Peter. Love um, if I Yes, FAU. Uh, he wrote, this is fantastic. It's so nice Hi, to see Peter. Marcy, Helene, Cece, and Brooke. Hi, Peter. Hi, Dr. Ricci. Love Peter. Salutations. We love Peter. Yeah. He's awesome. Since I'm late, I don't know. Hi, Peter. I don't know if y'all touched on this too, but. This was something I touched on in my life. Did y'all talk about non, like non money tipping? Like I think, yes. I think people forget that, you know, if you don't have Thank the you. money to tip, right? If you don't have the money to tip, no, we understand that. I, I think at the end of the night, when it's you're doling out all this money to everybody, and then certain people get missed that still went above and beyond. Just like Helen said, it's very individual. It's very based specifically on your business and your experience, but. If it's a money thing, if it's a, like I spent everything I had to hire you in the first place, ain't nobody going to be mad at you over that. Send them a bottle of wine. Worst case scenario, it costs nothing to write a thank you note and give them a review on the Google. Oh, yes. Let me tell you, that is priceless. That is beyond money to just write a review and be like, best person ever. Could never have worked with anybody if I had like. All the money in the world, I would have given a million dollars. Whatever you want to say, like those, Again, sometimes that thank you means oh more my than a hundred dollar bill. Because, yeah, like I said that. earlier, I yeah. like I said earlier, I've had people, people send me. I, I've had thank you notes come with that have lottery tickets in it and said, yeah. you know, you're worth <laughs> I think you know, I, and that costs you two dollars. You know but you know exactly. what? Exactly. Hey, I would have loved to win and say. You got it, you know. So I think that's. A great, I mean, just just appreciate the work that we put into you. Right. That's all. I mean, I mean you know, you can't do this over again. This is a one time. Thank you notes that are customized to you. That looks from like y'all. Who's that <laughs> from? Y'all. That's from y'all. <laughs> that's from I us. know. I know that card. So I was like, who's that from? Wonder who did that stationery. <laughs> But yeah. just stuff like that means that you paid it. Like, it's not about all, it's not about the money, guys. That's what I need for y'all listening to hear. That it is not really about the money. It's feeling like we did a good job. You valued what we did for you. And that, like I said, my biggest frustration was seeing even the knot and wedding wire not validate your full designer. And they're the third longest foot standing on your wedding day I promise you especially if they design like I do so it's just about being acknowledged and, and it can be finance but
but it can be, like I said, a lot of, like Helen said, a lottery ticket. I love that. That's cute. I love that. Starbucks card. You know, we all drink coffee. <laughs> well, you know, I, I asked, I asked Marcy before the session started, I said, you know, you do invitations. Do you get tipped out for invitations? I wouldn't have thought of tipping anybody out for invitations. Right. Because people don't right. think about the people who serviced them before the wedding day. I, I you know, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do I? Yes, I do get tipped. But it is not always. And I do get reviews, which I truly, truly appreciate. Um, it's an optional item. It's a matter of, you know, do you feel is good for you? Because nobody can tell you what to do. I don't expect to get tipped. But I would really appreciate the reviews more than anything. Yeah. Because that's my, you know, that's our, you know, it's, as a small business, that's our future. What people see online right now is everything to the people that are coming up and, and then getting married. But like, you know, we, as an invitation person or a stationer, we're setting the tone for your wedding. So we're setting the vision or the, the, the tone for what is to come for your wedding day. And if you appreciate it, you know, great. But, you know, that's, that's ultimately, you know, the same thing with, you know, your cake person, your cake person is going to make your cake before the day of your wedding, right? Because it needs time to set and cool and on all those things and decorate it and so forth. So they're not necessarily there on site for the wedding day, but they do their part. And a lot of times, I mean, in my case, I always try to go above and beyond because I just... I love doing weddings. That's that's just something I truly enjoy. I mean, I've been in this industry for over 30 years and, you know, Helene and I worked together for a period of time and, you know, it's just something that, you know, once it's in your blood, you don't want to get out of it. So you want to meet these couples and, and get to know them and learn about, you know, different people because we love working with people. I mean, I that's Helen. ultimately it. I said Helen instead of Helene. Now I know. Like, we should come to back that. Y'all know. I answer to everything, and some of it's a lot worse than that. So I'm really happy that you got it close. Keith, Keith calls me Gutenberg all the time. Gutenberg. That's fine. I go by both. As long as they're not Harshman. I call you Marcy. I'm safe. Right. Well, Marcy, the knot's got your back. Because like I said, they, they put floral designer, caker, and stationer all together in one equal little bundle saying yes. that we were optional. Um, but I mean, right. at least they got most people, most people didn't even mention the stationer, which you're right. Like it. Marcy is like the number we one thing that you, when you get that invitation, however it's presented, you've been in person or through mail. Marcy is the one that sets the tone for this entire event. And, and I do work with them for a long period. Started and I wouldn't want your job for anything, Marcy. That's a <laughs> big work, We work I with couples for a very long period because sometimes they'll work on the save the date, the invitation, the day of wedding papers, the, the napkins, all those little extra details. And it's usually spread out over a good period of the year. So yeah. we're with them for a long period of time. And then and I don't like that font. Can you change the font? And then you change right. the font. They hate and then, that. I don't like there's so color. many. There's so and many that orange and that flower is not the orange that I thought it was going to be. Right. You know, it's supposed to be more peachy. It's not so, like seriously. But, but there are so many you need to get a grip. of those details that, you know, like they don't it. see, you know, they don't <laughs> see what we all. And I think this goes for every one of us. There are so many details that the couple doesn't see what we do on our end when they're not in our, you know, when we're not in their site. 
There are so many back-end systems and back-end details that we have to cover. And, you know, like, do you, I mean, procuring paper and making sure that this one can do this particular kind of um, print method or, or, you know, whatever the case might be. It's, you know, a certain flower, certain times of year, you don't have the availability of certain flowers and, you know, that, you know, availability of of food products or fish or something. And that's what I, I, Marcy, I'm going to stop you right there on that. If y'all haven't touched on that either because if we're living in a post-COVID world, I know everybody's real tired of talking about it, but I think the number one things that brides, grooms, bride and grooms, grooms and grooms, brides and brides, just event perfect, period. If I don't think most people under, have put two and two together how hard it is for us to do the same job that we have been doing for the past 20 years leading up to this or however long you've been in business. And I'm not asking you to be like, oh, woe is me. But our clients have no concept of the extra hoops and hurdles and chaos that we are having to go through just to deliver the bare minimum of what we process. And it's like they know it, but they don't know it. Like they go to the beach and there's a crab shortage, but they don't realize that there's a flower shortage too. Like you go to Starbucks and you can't get straws, but you don't realize that trying to get paper, the specific paper that you want your invitation on, ain't happening because there's a shortage of trees that made the paper. So I, if there ever was a time, now's the time for you to just go ahead and expect that if you had a wedding professional that you felt delivered, I'm not even talking an above level. I'm talking about like they delivered exactly what they said they were going to do for you. And it was a good experience. You need to be tipping them because I guarantee you the chaos shit that they had to jump through just to deliver. Marcy might have had to go across the pot to cut that tree down. You know what I'm saying? Like, pay her. There's a shortage in everything. In everything. Everything. Go to Publix. That's all you need to do. I paid, I paid, (laughs) I used to pay 20 cents a rose for certain roses that are now, some of them, $4 a rose. Do y'all hear the difference in the markup? So if I'm delivering to you what I said I was going to deliver, that means somewhere I had to eat something. Mm -hmm. So just remember that. If you are a client, if you are an event person that that is investing in services, remember, just for them to deliver what they promised you at this point, some people are losing money. Everybody's having to hop through excruciating hurdles just to deliver what they said they would because of the state of our industry right now. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Wow. So I can't believe we didn't even get onto a lot of the, the dollars and the percentages, but I think we covered a lot in the sense that when it comes to tipping, use your discretion, show appreciation, bottom line, write those reviews, send a thank you note. Those are the, you know, the minimums of what you can do and to show your appreciation. Um, and, you know, I mean, ultimately, those are the people that you're going to be able to count on for future events too. Because when you show that appreciation, they're going to remember that. They're going to remember that you appreciated everything that you did for them. And it's not that we're looking for, you know, a pat on the back or we're looking yes, we for... Are. Well, yes, we, we are. are. I mean, yes, we are. Come on now. We are. We are. I'm with you. Yes. Humbly. Humbly. Really I busted my ass for you. I want but, you to appreciate that. But yeah. it's yes. also about educating the, the couples that are to come down the road. I mean, don't be they afraid count to tell on it. By all they, means, if you don't, they don't count on, on reviews because they don't know where to look and 
they count on looking at reviews because they want to know that the person that they're going to hire is going to receive the same, if not, you know, a, a, a phenomenal treatment just as you received for yours. And not so, just reviews. Take to your social media, guys. Yes. Like, Post it on your Instagram. I had the best florist. I had the best planner. My stationer was amazing. You should hire them. Like reviews. Yes, Google is amazing. Social media is the key. Flood your social media. If you love your people, talk all about it on social media. Wow. I don't always believe everything Cece tells you to read. When you read it, don't believe it. I'll ask your money professional. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that, ladies, we have finished our hour. I can't believe how fast it went. I am this so excited fun. that we were I able know. to bring this to everybody today. And Keith was upset that he wasn't here, so he may wind up covering something down the road a little further on this. Maybe we'll do a little follow-up. I was on time, Keith. Well, Marcy, tell him. <laughs> I knew he was on time. <laughs> She, 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 we swapped spots because yeah. I, I was 30 minutes late. Literally, they were like, actually, they told me I wasn't supposed to be on to 145 and I jumped on early. Listen, people get in all kinds of trouble today. It happens. <laughs> it happens. But anyway, we, let's say goodbye, everybody. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Next week, we have goodbye. Brandy Gar with Blush Weddings. I so, love Brandy. And we like your information. Good job. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Hold on, everybody. Bye-bye.